Engine start. We have main engine start. Four, three, two, one, zero. Roger that. So we've dedicated several episodes on how to choose your AC company and evaluating these AC companies and which ones should you choose for your AC proposals? So we're going to assume that you've done all of your research on these companies and you're ready to get some prices going, right, Brian? Mm -hmm. That's right. Now, up to this point, you know, we talked about uh, homeowners wanting to compare apples to apples, right? Well, right. all you've been doing up to now, you've been looking at pictures of apples, hoping that it's going to look like this real apple right here, right? Well, this is your first opportunity to actually see the apple, what you're going to get. What you're seeing is a homeowner, as a homeowner, what you're seeing is um, the HVAC company showing up for an interview. They want right. your business, right? So you should see this AC company at their best. And, and that should start with setting up the appointment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that should be a pretty painless process too, right? So, I mean... You know, we're going through these online reviews and, and there were a lot of examples where that wasn't the case. Either the price was emailed to the homeowner or the homeowner had to make and, and call the company multiple times to try and get someone mm -hmm. even to come out to their house. Right. You know, so yeah. if an AC company is not too motivated to get out there to your house, especially for a change out, I don't think they're going to be too motivated to come out if something breaks down the road. Right. Exactly. And and just like a job interview, if if uh, a hiring manager couldn't get you to commit to come out and couldn't get you to to show up for an interview, then that's a big red flag. And the homeowner shouldn't want, uh, shouldn't be too excited to move forward with an AC company that works like that. And, and right. I wouldn't even bother moving forward after one instance, but maybe you really like them and you give them a second chance. Well, they better knock your socks off when they come out. But, you know, but just a second ago, you mentioned something though, uh, an instance where the AC company mm -hmm. emailed the homeowner a proposal. Yeah. Now, that seems like it would be so much more convenient for us and the homeowner uh, if we just uh, had them take a picture of the condenser outside and uh, and we emailed them, you know, a quote. Why do we not do that, David? Because there are so many factors that go into choosing the right system. Uh, you know, a lot of these houses nowadays, especially the ones that we're going to see, Brian, you know, they were built in the late 80s. Right. Mm -hmm. And we use these houses so much differently than the builder ever intended back then. I've seen master closets turned into offices and dining room tables turned into classrooms and kids have two or three computer servers in their room and they're gaming and these things are getting hot. But then also throughout the years, homes have been renovated, windows have been changed, insulation has, has altered throughout the years. And you know, for us, we wanna make sure that we have the most efficient, energy efficient, the quietest and the longest lasting piece of equipment that we could put in your home. And we can't really do that without evaluating it. We can give you some ballparks. If you want a ballpark, we'll give you a ballpark, right? But I mean, we see this all the time, don't we? We do see this all the time. Um, the homeowner doesn't want us to come out. They just want to know, well, what's the cost of a five ton or, or whatever it is they're replacing. And I mentioned this previously, there's a whole lot to this. It's not like your dishwasher or your washing machine where you just plug and play and everything works perfectly mm -hmm. the way it used to work. I mean, how many times does an older home need more return air for a newer system to work properly? How many times do we see that? Most. In fact, I, on my personal proposals, when I send them out, I even have a little caveat down at the bottom that says, if the homeowner has declined to add return air, Majestic AC, or whatever your AC company is called, 
yeah. can't be held responsible for the unit not operating up to the way that it's supposed to be operating right so mm -hmm. the other thing is you know if the primary purpose of your air conditioning is to remove heat and remove humidity well shoot those return airs are a lot more important and if you go into some of these older houses in texas and you see these return airs down on the floor yeah well, hot air yeah. and humidity rise how much is that really doing for it you know what i mean yeah. So probably about half the time, uh, there's so many other things that come up from the attic entry not being as big as it should be. Oh, yeah. We have to take pieces of equipment down and yeah. put them into pieces and things like that. So, and then you get into duct sizing. Can it even handle that size system? And, and without yeah. actually seeing all that stuff, it's extremely difficult to give you anything remotely close to accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I had I had an install going just today. We did an install where the opening into the attic wasn't wide enough, and I caught it on the initial consultation. And so the homeowner knew this was coming. She had her own guy. He took out the trim. It was wide enough. We could do it. But we're doing that tomorrow. No, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The homeowners, you know, they just don't account for replacing AC over time. They just well, they got you know, there. more it. efficient is going to mean bigger. <laughs> because it needs more extra and so all these yeah. all these pieces of equipment are so much larger than they used to be also we had uh, another one last year last year the year before where the the joists were so tight in this one attic that we had to make some major modifications to get some to get the the evaporator coil and the furnace up there in the attic but uh you know if i don't go out there i'm not going to know these things and um you know, no, I mean, if, we don't um, know if the hot water heater's in the way. We don't know. You know, that, the list goes on and on. Do we have to go up ten flight of stairs and use a crane? You know, which <laughs> we've done. Crane. Yeah, we've, that's we've right. done plenty of rooftop crane systems <clears throat> and stuff like that. There's just a lot of different things, man. Yeah. Well, let's move forward and let's say that you found that company and they've checked all the important boxes for you during your research, and there were no issues scheduling the appointment to have a comfort advisor come out to your home to give you a proposal. Um, you have a 10 a.m. appointment, let's say. What am I looking for from the AC company? Well, first and foremost, they better be on time. You know, okay. as a prior military guy, if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> you're late. If you're early, you're on time. And I mean, with that being said, we do live in a pretty big city. And we see companies in an hour in either, or we see homeowners in an hour in any direction from downtown Houston, sometimes even yeah. farther if you take traffic into consideration. Um, and most reputable companies, the people who are scheduling these calls, they're looking at this stuff. They know what part of town you're on, things like that. Mm -hmm. So we try and give you a range of times. I can't say I've ever missed an appointment uh, time, but I've definitely called and texted the homeowner and let them know, hey, I've got caught up on this previous job. Yeah. I may be 20 or 30 minutes later, if that's okay. If not, we, we can push this back. Uh, you know, there's different ways to do it, right? Yeah, and I've I've let them know, you know, if I know that morning that we're pretty backed up, right, that my schedule is going to be really tight, I'll let them know, hey, I really think I can be there at four, but I'm going to communicate with you during the day and let you know if communication that, that's going to be the key. That, yeah. That's going to be the difference maker, I think. That's another huge thing you're looking for, right? You're looking for communication between you and your HVAC company. Yeah, um, and I mean, I mean, how tight should the homeowner schedule appointments be? right in between these these companies let's say oh, that's great i'm question. getting a couple of quotes i'm getting two or three yeah. quotes but you know 
how long should I plan on having somebody come out? How do, how long does that usually take? I mean, if I'm a homeowner, I would, well, my advice to a homeowner would be at least two hours, right? Between appointments. Right. And even then that's going to vary because I don't know if you've got a, you know, a 7,000 square foot house that, you know, doing a load calculation is going to take a long time. Another variable in this is the homeowner themselves. Sometimes they want a lot of information. They want a lot of things that I'm going to have to share with them, which I'm more than happy to do. Um, but uh, you just don't know, know these things before we get there, right? Exactly. We don't know don't, that we're going to run into that. So yeah, I don't know if uh, it's an engineer who loves to dig in <laughs> or if it's just yeah. a gentleman who's like, the stuff's in the attic. The outdoor units there. I got a meeting yeah. at 10, right? Yeah. That's you don't know what you're going to get. Is. I mean, some homes, let's say a 1600 square foot home, single story, you know, the I can do all of my evaluation. I can answer a lot of questions for a homeowner. We can get that done in an hour. You know, uh, I've had that same home take three hours. My world record was four hours one time. <laughs> it took so long that the lady was making dinner and I ate dinner with them. But this wasn't that I was refusing to leave. This was you know, he wanted his wife and his adult daughter and they were peppering me with questions and it was an interrogation, but it was, it was enjoyable. And, and it's a big deal. It. You should have questions, right? And we yes. don't mind staying as long as you want us to. I don't mind right. pushing back my next client because whoever I'm sitting in front of, that's who I'm going to take care world, of. Right. And it's a yeah. big part of our job to provide educational support to the homeowner and an educated yeah. homeowner is going to be a better client. It's going to help your system last longer. It's going to help it be more efficient. And then when you one day move houses or move to a different town, you're going to remember a lot of the stuff that we end up went over. Right. And it, yeah. you know, if you're not satisfied with all the answers uh, that that comfort advisor has given you um, and maybe they won't leave your home, that's a different issue. But yeah, another thing, There's this, that, uh, the, the philosophy yeah. though, is like the longer I stay in your home, the better the chance you're going to go with me. Well, I can't manufacture that. I, it has no, to be natural. Be natural. Right? Yeah. yeah. And another yeah. thing that's helpful to us and pretty beneficial to you as the homeowner, you kind of let us know if you're on some kind of a time crunch. You know, we like to give time ranges and stuff, and we understand that things can come up and maybe you don't have as much time as you planned. We can do things in different orders. We could hit the high points. We can take the measurements first, and then maybe we have to do a FaceTime later or something. Mm -hmm. I've done that more times than I can count. Or we do mm -hmm. everything now, and then I come back whenever the missus gets home or we sit down at the table together. But at least we've gotten that hard work out of the way. Ultimately, we just don't want to show up, right? When, when another AC company's over there giving you a proposal, oh, either. that's I don't just like that. it's professional courtesy. We don't like stepping on each other's toes. And I've yeah. had other guys knocking on the door while I'm in the middle of doing a load calculation with a client in an attic. Right? Mm. You're not going to get everything that you want because now the comfort advisor that's in your house isn't going to care as much. The next guy who's waiting to get in isn't going to care as much. And every single person is going to think this person's probably shopping for the cheapest damn thing they can find <laughs> if they're getting this many. Well, and guess what? Yeah. That's what you're going to end up getting. You're going to get the cheapest job, the cheapest install, yeah. the cheapest company. Because you, you really didn't get to see courtesy the Apple. Now. You know, you, you didn't get to see it. But yeah, I totally agree. And so, you know, our next step is there's got to be some dialogue between the homeowner and the AC company. Like, I always like to give the homeowner a chance to explain any issues they've had with the AC, any home comfort issues, any plans that they have or any concerns mm -hmm. moving forward. Um, you know, that plays a role in this. Yeah, it plays a huge role, Brian, you know, in what we design for our homeowners moving forward. Uh, there's just so many factors and not all systems work in every home. 
I've been in plenty of homes where I wouldn't put a variable speed in there to save my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and you might have a homeowner that's on the fence as far as maybe replacing or, or repairing. Or just maybe it's one little piece or replacing the whole system. So I'm going to make sure that they have all those options and discuss the pros and cons of each one of those choices. The next homeowner may be investing money every year and being really tired of having this unit go down. Their unit's mm -hmm. 15, 18 years old. They just they know it's reached the end of its life and they know exactly what they're going to do and they're going to replace it. They're hundred percent all in and I'm not going to yeah. discuss those repair options with a client like that. So, yeah. you know, they've come to that realization on their own. They know what they want and we're going to provide that for them. You know, and sometimes and we hear this a lot, you know, I'm moving and I don't want to invest much into this HVAC. Have you heard that one before? Yeah. I don't want to get know, in the weeds on that one, but you know, I, I've, I'm a firm believer while we're touching on that, that I would rather someone give the next homeowner a credit, let them choose the EAC that they want, Absolutely. instead of you going and finding the cheapest thing out of pocket that you could possibly get, because the next homeowner is not going to get what they deserve, man. They're just yeah. not, you know, and, and, and that takes we're getting us in that lane, road, right? Yeah, I was going to tell you one more thing about that is uh, if if you are going to be selling a house, that issue is going to come up with the new home buyer. I've mentioned this on a previous cast, and you're going to be paying for it one way or another, usually. So, but not to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, I mean it just kind of brings us to a fork in the road, right? And that that separates these different AC companies. So, mm -hmm. the next thing that I do when I'm in the home, and every homeowner should expect this. 90% of the comfort advisors that are going to come to your house will not do this, but it's to do a load calculation, a heat load calculation. So sometimes you hear the term manual J or block load, or and, the, and these terms are frequently used interchangeably, and, and that is a heat load calculation. So what it is, is it's a program that calculates the correct AC, uh, the right size for your home. We use a program called Brightsoft here, but there's a lot of them, right? You've got all kinds of things online. Basically how it works is we just take measurements of the home. We're usually taking measurements of the outside. We're taking, here we go. Here taking we go. measurements Service of all the windows, yeah. the directions that they face. And then you get to add all kinds of different details. You know, you can change roof color and storm doors and screens <laughs> yeah. and all this stuff. The type of insulation that you've got. Is yep. it thick? Is it weak? Are you planning on adding two foot? Of insulation, we could put all that information yeah. in here and, and or see windows. Where it's at. You could be saying, You could, I've had this happen one time too, where the homeowner was gonna, she was having double paned windows delivered right after we did this install. And I had to, she had variable, it didn't impact the load too much, so we were okay, but it'll definitely lower it. Um, they're just, but yeah, there are so many different factors, Brian. and. You get online, you get on these homeowner AC sites, and I'm going to give you your favorite, man. Your rule of thumb. Your rule of thumb. square feet <laughs> per ton. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, oddly enough, this one that we looked at, it, the rule of thumb would have been fine. That lady, we ended up at like seven and a half tons worth of total cooling on a 3,700 you know, square foot house. She had a five ton and four ton, nine tons of cooling nine tons right that's a little high for that even the rule of thumb you I, I take these into consideration the rule of thumb i'll consider it but i'm doing this and this has got to tell me something and sometimes it doesn't tell you the same thing right but you gotta think let's say it's a 
let's say it's a 1600 square foot home three bed two bath mm -hmm. standard place but one has eight foot ceilings one has 14 foot ceilings yep one has single pane windows one has double pane windows yeah. right all and Once one has west. all their living room windows facing the west the other has and a none. ton of them yeah Correct. like it, there's so many and i know we've That's talked about thing. it before but if you take your exact same floor plan and move it across the street it needs a different size air conditioning system all the time you know? we all, it, so a lot of times the homeowner will tell you this, like, like okay, I've got a 2000 square foot house. I saw a calculator online or says of this, you know, region uh, at this square footage, I should have a four ton. Right. And, yep. and again, it's just the rule of thumb. You know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know until I do a load calculation, but the rule of dumb, right. I yeah. can take two identical houses, just like you said, and I can rotate one of them 90 degrees. And now let's say there was a lot of windows on the front and back and, now it needs more. And sometimes the homeowner will say, well, my neighbor down the street has the exact same floor plan that I do. And he has this size. Well, then you go look at the neighbor's house because I'm curious. I want to know. And you'll see that, yeah, looking out his front door, he's looking east, you know, and you're looking north. Huge difference right there. You know, we did a house probably three years ago, a little 1200 square foot house. Mm -hmm. And everybody was telling her that she needed a three ton air conditioning system. And she kept saying, no, anymore, anymore, anymore. And I'm looking at the ductwork and the ductwork was designed for a five ton system. Mm -hmm. And I just had me wondering, because when I did the math, I, I came out to like 3.1 tons or something like this. The issue that she wasn't telling anybody, she was running a daycare in her living room. Yeah. She had 22 kids in there producing all that body heat. She's always had the oven on because she was always cooking, cooking bagel bites or, you know, chicken yeah. nuggets and all this extra heat that, that was being produced. So we did end up putting a variable speed system in there because she didn't need five tons all the time. Yeah. But we were the only people to even dig deep and find out that kind of information, you know, and sometimes, you know, there's just so many different factors, right? If the AC is yeah. sized right and my load calculation verifies it, right? Sometimes yeah. it's the same. Most of the time, there's no issue. It's fairly close. There was a study, Brian, done by Texas A&M and LSU. Take that for what you will. I know you're a Razorback and I'm a Red yeah, Raider. Guns up. That I believe over 85% of all retrofits were oversized for the home. Oh, right? Yeah. We, I believe it. We size these systems for a 95 degree day. Anytime mm -hmm. it's not 95 degrees, that's oversized. And us, we live in Houston. Yeah. We think, oh man, it's always 95 degrees. Not really. No. Even if you even, added up every hour of yeah. every day, it'd be one percent of those hours would be ninety-five. Correct, man. When you you talk about the sun goes down and now it's eighty at night from yes ten to seven a.m. and it's not ninety-five, and that's when you're home. That's when you're using this thing, right? So yeah. every house is going to be completely different, and uh, it, it's going to run longer. It's going to dehumidify better. And on the flip side, just because the home wasn't as comfortable as the homeowner wants it with their previous AC system. Doesn't mean it wasn't keeping up. Doesn't mean that it could be the humidity. There's just other issues like ductwork design that could be playing a factor, right? You know, ductwork. I mean, that brings up the next step a homeowner should expect the AC company to check out. I mean, if the comfort advisor, whoever comes to your home, if if they don't even look at the ductwork, and and you should be very concerned, right? These this mm -hmm. goes hand in hand with the AC company. And David touched on this earlier. We have to make sure the ductwork can handle the airflow of these newer units. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but sometimes we do get a little bit of pushback 
from the assault oh, yeah. on that in this return air. But it's a critical item and it doesn't really add too much to your project, 300, 350 bucks, something like that. The unit's not gonna work as intended without it. We we hear occasionally, hey, well, my old unit lasted 22 years without it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Again, yeah. these are totally different pieces of equipment. There are totally new regulations on how efficient these units can be. Not to mention the design of the house and how we're using it. Right. So a lot of homes don't even something as simple, Brian, as back in the day, nobody really closed their door, you know, mm -hmm. and now you get your kids closing the door the second they get home in their room and then they're playing video games and stuff. You could do a lot for circulation in that room. You could do a lot to help make that room a lot more comfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, Again, Let's, though, a, a new AC was built to comply with a lot more stringent government efficiency standards, and, and your old one wasn't, right? That's right. Well, let's say that the homeowners had that initial conversation and discussed any issues they might have had with the existing system, but, you know, things they wished it would have done better. Um, mm -hmm. A load calculation was done. Uh, the ductwork has been evaluated. I mean, is there anything else the homeowner should expect before going over findings and making recommendations? Yeah, I mean, your comfort advisor should be looking at the copper line set size. A lot of these newer systems are needing totally different copper line set sizes. And it's it's going to be an issue that you don't run into immediately, but you're going to put a lot of strain on that unit. Maybe four, five, six years down the road, you're going to start seeing compressors going out. Breaker sizing, you know, if you're going mm -hmm. up from a, a three and a half to a four because you went with a two-speed air conditioning, you probably need a different size breaker. Or who knows what the previous people did. You know, yeah. they're just all the little parts and pieces. Uh, they should be walking the copper line set in the attic, making sure that it's not broken, uh, the insulation around it, so you're not getting any water drippage. Looking at that ductwork and checking out pinch points and any hard mm. 90 degree turns. You know, you don't want ductwork laying on top of each other, or sitting on the ground or anything like that. So, yeah, they're, they're, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying. A picture just doesn't do it justice. You, you got to dig in. You got to figure these yes. things out because some of the new units won't work with what you've got right now. Yeah. And all these things mentioned, everything we've done up to this point should be communicated to the homeowner. If you as a homeowner don't understand something that that comfort advisor is explaining to you, tell them you don't understand. That's okay. We, yes. we expect well, I love that. that. <laughs> I have all kinds of diagrams. I have a book. Uh, anything that I talk about that I think you might not understand, I've got it broken down in some way that I can present it to you so you'll understand part of the concept, so you'll understand the major concept, right? Um, whatever. I mean, my favorite whatever. thing is if you are able to go up into the attic with your comfort advisor, do it. You're going to learn right. so much more being up there. You're going to understand the airflow and the process of what's going on. And, and, actually get to see all these parts and pieces i can tell mm -hmm. you something costs this and you and sometimes people think well my ac is only an outdoor unit right no yes so it's... many other parts and when you get up there with them and get a better explanation sometimes it just clicks yeah. right and if the homeowner can't go up there i like to take pictures while i'm up there and i have mm -hmm. and i want to share them with them when i get down uh, but if you can get up there great if not i'm going to take care of it for you we'll do it that way we can do it that Make way. Make sure that that 
comfort advisor is showing you the right pictures. I've had homeowners show me pictures <laughs> and I look go, at the equipment and I'm like, that's not even your house. So <laughs> like, for us, we like to cover our tail. Yeah. Um, every one of our technicians are uploading pictures every time they're going to these homes. Every one of our pictures are geotagged for the location and the time, you know, yeah. things like that. So, I mean, when you're getting these proposals and, and they're being, they should be being shown to you on the spot make sure you got some model numbers on there, right? Occasionally, oh, yes, and, yes. and I've seen this, I've had them show me these proposals where it just says, you know, carrier system or Lennox 14 seer system, but no model numbers. Mm -hmm. And they might say, hey, it'll be a carrier equivalent. Well, equivalent how, what does that mean? Does that mean something's not in stock? Yeah. And, and when they start exchanging third-party, let's say evaporator coils, these are units that are not going to meet your new CR2 ratings or the old yeah. CR rating because it's never been tested that way. The mm -hmm. manufacturers don't recommend this stuff. And, you know, there is a chance that your warranty can be voided because it wasn't installed the proper way. And they should be able to tell you exactly what model numbers they are installing. Um, they should be able to tell you why they recommended a certain type of air conditioning, right? Why am I, yeah. because you said this and you're having this issue, I recommend doing the two-speed. It's not mm -hmm. just because, hey, I, I'm going to make more money off of this. The comp Our company doesn't make more money. If you're going with an entry-level single-speed system or a top-of-the-line variable-speed system, it's the exact same amount of money that are. So there's there's no real benefit to us. That's never really it. ever been my motivation when I'm in a home. My motivation is to match up your wants with what will deliver that to you. Um mm -hmm. I, I don't care outside of that. I want you to be happy. That's what I want. Well, we don't make a living off of one homeowner. We make a, a living off of that homeowner three or four years down the road when their coworkers mm -hmm. and friends and family are asking, there's no doubt in their mind. They say, call Brian. That's how we make a living, you know? Yeah. And so that AC company should absolutely tell you how much everything costs, right? Well, I'm always a little surprised when a homeowner is waiting on an HVAC company to send them a proposal, right? I mean, I don't think that necessarily means that the AC company is bad, but but we know why we're going to your house, right? We know mm -hmm. you want a price. I already know this. We know we need to provide you that price. Uh, it's just surprising. Like, why wouldn't you have a process in place to deliver what the homeowner wanted? Why did they call you out there to give I don't know, a price? Man. <laughs> I don't uh, give it to Excel sheet or you're writing it on a piece of paper, whatever you're doing, you got to give them a price. Right Put it there. on a napkin, text them a if picture, do something, you know, and, and during all this time, 90% of the time, you're going to be sitting in a very hot house, dripping yes. wet with sweat while your wife is at the Marriott or wherever she's at spending money because no, I wouldn't want my family staying in my house when it's 95 degrees in here. Nope. Nope. And you have no idea what's going on because we're probably not communicating with you during this time also. But, well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had uh, a homeowner tell you stories about other AC companies offering them special pricing if they sign today, like right now? Like if you wait 24 hours, it's going to be $1,000 more. Uh, if I walk out that door, it's going to cost you $1,000. Have you ever seen I mean, that? Yeah, if someone told me that, I'm, I'm done. One, they're overcharging me by $1,000. But two, I'm yes. not going to be bullied into making that decision. Why would it cost yeah. more? You know, I highly doubt their pricing is going to go up tomorrow. Most proposals are good for at least 30 days. And they should say this stuff on the proposal. Ask. Yes. Yes. Ask. Sometimes they're good for up to 90. In most cases, they're afraid that you're going to actually see what else is out there. 
and you're yep. you're shopping and you're going to find a better company yeah. and somebody's going to be more thorough and take better care of you and do it at a more competitive price. You know, Mattress Mac, when he first started out selling mattresses at Houston, he would deliver it on the spot to your house because he, today, said, get I it today. he said, I couldn't afford for you to return it or change your mind. And neither can these people. <laughs> so keep that in yeah. mind, you know, that yeah. you're going to find somebody else who's going to do better at a more competitive price. I agree with you. Um, we would like you to make a commitment when we're at the house. We're, we would like that as well. But oh, I'd love that. That'd be great. We, we want it, right? <clears throat> it does get the, the homeowner in the install rotation faster. Uh, it's a little less taxing on us. If I, I, I'm right there, I can get all the information and send it in. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm kind of thorough on the front end because that, that doesn't always happen. And I want to be able to roll with it as soon as you tell me to go. Uh, and I'm going to ask for your business, but I'll, I'll absolutely respect your desire to have some time to mull things over. This is a big purchase, and I understand that. Maybe you need to discuss this with your spouse. Uh, I know I would. So, But there's always that concern that someone else is going to come in behind us and make promises that exceed what's reasonable. Um, mm -hmm. I've had a company, I was just about three weeks ago, and he told the homeowner that if he had any issues in the next 10 years, that they would be on site within 24 hours to take care of it. Now, we're pretty fast and we're pretty responsive when we have issues with our, our customers as well, but I don't have a crystal ball and I can't predict tomorrow. I don't know when someone's going to call in sick. I can't yeah. predict a worldwide pandemic. I, I don't know these things. So, uh, And I refuse to make it. And I told him that too. I said, I'm pretty sure most of the time we can meet that, but I can't promise you that. And if that's going to get the sale, I'm, I'm not going to lie to someone or tell them something that I'm not 100% sure to get it. I'm worried that guy's coming in behind me, the one that makes mm -hmm. the outrageous claims. I yeah, see you it. know, and if we weren't the first appointment that you scheduled, but you've seen how much better this comfort advisor was and how much more thorough and how much they dug in and it's a fair price and you've already done your research on these companies you know, why not jump in? I, I've told clients plenty of times, would you like me to call the next company and go ahead and cancel for you? <laughs> I promise you your comfort advisor will do that because nobody wants to make that phone call, right? Because you know, they're going to try and sell you on the phone. Well, hey, no, we got this new special, you, you know, and I think sometimes people suffer from analysis paralysis when they, they overthink these things. Oh, this absolutely. Is, yes, it's a big decision in your home, but it's not for you to do the work it's for somebody that you trust to take care of this for you and sometimes like with our company in particular it's not other companies that we're concerned about it's homeowners that won't take any action you know they're in a good position to make a planned retirement out of an old system you know planned retirement's a lot easier than an emergency replacement all day mm -hmm. every day is also going to be more affordable for you but you held off right you got things that come up in life it gets put on the back burner it happens all the time where someone calls us six, nine, 12 months down the road and now prices have gone up. Or last summer there was outrageous equipment shortages and now the oh, yeah. unit that they wanted wasn't even available anymore. Things like this. And if a homeowner had two systems, it could easily be a couple grand more. You know, yeah. even just what it was the last season, let alone the last year. Now, I know. In the last three years, the average price increase, and this is a real number from every brand across the board, was 42%. So if you got a quote three years ago at 42%, that's going to be an average of what you can expect to pay 
this. You know, the last few years have been crazy <laughs> when it comes yeah. to AC pricing, and, and it's not normal. Um, but it always goes up, man. I've never seen these prices go down. I don't want to see anybody overpay. That's why when we have certain specials going on, yeah, mm. I may bug you because I, I know that in a week after that, when you were thinking about doing it, you're going to spend a lot more. And we really yeah. do have your best interest at hand. Yep. I feel that moral obligation to to step in and say, this is this is right for you and your family. Any act, any inactivity on your part is going to possibly cost you more money. So mm -hmm. let's just do this. But that's it. I do respect you. If you want to sit back and wait it out, that's fine too. Um, well, I think you that know, covers most of Brian, what I want to I, I think you would agree with this that sometimes we're not the right fit, right? I don't Absolutely. know, whatever it is, the person says I smell funny or I had a <laughs> I dog like named Majestic and it died yeah. and I can't do this or whatever the situation is. I tell homeowners all the time, even if it's not us, you can still call me and ask me for advice. I have Absolutely. plenty of homeowners that for whatever reason did not go with us. They couldn't afford to, or timing wasn't right, which we've had clients spend $5,000 more to get it done the next day, but they still recommend us, you know, yeah. they still are telling their friends and family, Hey, I, I wasn't able to go with these guys, but you should. So yeah. please, you know, if it's an honest, you know, local neighborhood kind of guy, they're going to want to help you. Maybe they probably even know someone they could recommend, which I've done before too. So, I mean, every, Every homeowner is going to be different. Every comfort advisor is going to be different, but we try right. to tailor this to you and make it as individualized as we possibly can. And, you know, if you have follow-up questions after the consultation, you know, see how responsive that person is. Understand also mm -hmm. the comfort advisor is in other people's homes and their phone is probably on vibrate, but they should be responding to you, getting back with you. And if they're not, it's probably yes. not be a good fit for you right being responsive to follow a question is one of the most i have like a one hour like time frame like i, I should you should definitely hear back from me within an hour you Absolutely, know, if you reach man. out to me that's my deal um but just remember you know like we, we talked earlier this is all you've seen up to this point you saw a bunch of pictures of apples this is an opportunity for you to see the real the real mccoy mm -hmm. take advantage of it interview the these uh hvac companies you want to make sure it's a good fit for you. And well, David, you got anything? Please don't overthink it, especially if you're getting a, a few quotes, two, three, four. Don't get any more than three quotes. There's no reason to do that. You've already done your research. You found three local companies that have been around for 15, 20 years. You like the guys who's taking care of you. You trust that person to take care of you. You like the brand. They were recommended. Bite the bullet. Do it. Yeah. And, and just know that it's going to be done right. All right. Well, guys, thanks. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, David. Godspeed, Brian.